Are you ready to be inspired? Are you ready to be challenged? Are you ready to challenge the status quo? To challenge yourself to be better than yesterday, then step into the challenger with your host, Kimberly Matthews. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Kimberly Matthews, and welcome to the challenger. Well, it's the month of May, so I wanted to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, all the women out there. So I know it's late in the month, but really we can celebrate mothers, we can celebrate women this whole month if we want to. So in light of that, I'm talking about a topic today to celebrate and to highlight women in our lives. And today's topic is emergence of the influencer, the woman. So who is this woman? Well, woman is a supporter and she is an incubator. That's really what it is to be a woman, to be a supporter and an incubator. Now, what do I really mean by that? Well, this doesn't mean that she is confined to only a supporting role, but it means even in her leadership style, it is instinctive for her to provide an atmosphere that supports those around her to become greater. And as an incubator, she facilitates an atmosphere where whatever is given to her can grow and multiply into something greater and more significant than when she first received it. So this is what the women in our, in our lives do, and they do it we do it instinctively, sometimes not even consciously, but because it is inherent within our design, we do it. And it's important to know that about ourselves as we see women emerging more and more in leadership and more and more, you know, in, in our society carrying more uh, fluential roles. And we have to know that even in these influential roles, her influence is there. Like influence is her strength. So let's get into this more. So like I said, she is a supporter. She is an incubator. And we see this even in her physical makeup and her design. But we also will see this showing up instinctively in every aspect of her life. So it is clear that the male man called man and the female man called woman are different in their physical design, but they're also different in their purpose and function and role as beings. And together, these differences should actually complement one another to make the best opportunity for increase and advancement. And that's what we see even in, um, even in the physical design of them. The, the man is physically as a giver and the woman is physically as a receiver. And so these differences complement one another and can bring forth a whole other beings and they can together they can multiply themselves for increase 
and advancement. So even in the physical design, we can see that these differences should complement one another rather than compete with one another. So woman is powerful in her ability to influence and she can either do this from a positive perspective where she influences for good, she influences to grow people, to encourage people, to position people in their right place, or she could use it as a, from a negative point of view where she manipulates people to do what she wants them to do or put them in the place where she wants them to be rather than where they want to be. So from a positive, she can influence for good or she can manipulate for bad. But man is also powerful as well and his ability, his greatest strength is his actual strength, his physical strength, his physical uh, prowess and an acumen but again as a society we we look at people's differences and rather than valuing and appreciating those differences and saying hey you're different from me i don't have that um can you help me we oftentimes want to clone people we want every people to everyone to look the same act the same so that we don't feel like we are insufficient in some way if they have something if they can do something in a way that i can't do then then automatically we think that somehow we're insufficient rather than seeing that this person even being in my life I can use them and, and, and whatever insufficiencies I have, I can connect with them, I can partner with them, and their, what they have can make up uh, any insufficiencies that I might have. And so that we create this competitive environment in each other's differences rather than complementing through those differences. So... Competition can lead to um, devaluing and missing out on the strengths the others have. And really, when we don't use the differences, we cause ourselves to work harder rather than smarter. And together, we can actually solve problems faster, appreciating these differences rather than devaluing them. So what has happened if I focus a little more on these differences, what has happened uh, in our society is uh, over, you know, centuries and centuries, I guess really from, you know, the beginning of time, women have been in this sort of devalued role, this oppressed role, and everything has been defined and ruled from a uh, male perspective and so a lot of the decisions uh, a lot of the policies a lot of the design of everything is made up to complement the strength or complement the the style the leadership style or the makeup of men and so with the emergence of women however uh, and my studies and my readings have shown that this their role kind of got confused or misplaced at the uh, World War II, where 
where women became in the workplace as the the went as the men went off to war the women came more into the workplace and then they kind of liked working and so it was at that point that the what was ambiguous about what women could and should do and what men could and should do and so with that as women were more in the workplace because we tend to have this kind of lack mindset it became a competitive uh, workforce where not only did the men have to compete with other men now they were having to compete with other women or with women and then you know that's where you begin to see the differences in pay well if she's going to be out here then she's certainly not going to make as much as i make and so men in an effort to kind of keep their defined roles as breadwinners they made it so that women wouldn't make as much money as they would even though they were doing the same job so again we kind of have this competitive idea rather than you know differences complementing one another so i want to talk about the purpose of man first their function and their role and then get into and highlighting and celebrating the women so as we can see like i said before Prior to World War II, men's roles were clearly dis defined. They were the breadwinners and, and women were the homemakers. And so what you can see here is that this, even though it's been slightly twisted, the idea of man is that his role or his purpose and function is as source and sustainer. He's a source for his family and, and he's, he, he's supposed to sustain them um, um, in, in, in all the aspects of their living. But what had happened was they were, the men and society as a whole focused more on his, on his providing financially and materially. So when women became in the workforce and then could now do these things for himself, for themselves, he becomes, uh, his role becomes, or his value in that role becomes less because women can now do this for herself. So if she can do this for herself, if she can provide shelter for herself, give herself a home, buy her own home, buy her own car, take herself on vacation, buy her own jewelry, then what is it that he can do if she can now do all of this for herself what is his real function? What is his real strength? And so this is the conundrum of the day, if you will. So I want to just offer another perspective about how man's role is still there. It's still necessary. It's still valuable as source and sustainer. So man's strength is his ability to provide not just financial or material things and not even just sexual things, but his, is, it is his ability that is inherent or instinctive within him that, that is beneficial and necessary to uh, the woman and the family. 
So when he is confident in who he is and when he's confident in himself that he no longer um, sees his value in what he does, but he sees his value in just the fact that he is and that he is valuable because, because in and of himself, there's no one else like him. There's no one else that can do what he can do or do it in the way that he can do it. When he values himself just because he is and he's confident, he can then begin to provide a sense of direction, a sense of clarity to his family. And he can offer up 